Michigan started to offer seminars was that the students were complaining about lectures they couldn't hear or understand. You could argue that that's a form of consumerism, but I think the term takes on an entirely different meaning when you have 4,000 institutions of higher ed, which we now have, serving 20 million people. I think, you know, to go back to your metaphor, I think the market becomes much more segmented, much more dense. And I think that the universities have to pay a much more granular attention to what it is they're asking for. Okay, John, let's come back to where we are right now. I mean, I don't know where you are in this semester, but I'm about ready to record my last lecture on Zoom. And I'm sure out of the 120 students in my class, at least three will watch it. I'm counting on four parents tuning in as well. I want to ask you what kind of lasting changes you see coming out of uh, this pandemic uh, when it comes to teaching at universities? Well, um, as you know, Brian, you and I study the past, and that's hard enough to do. Uh, It's really hard to predict the future, and generally we don't. Uh, I think I can say, though, what the key question is going to be. And again, I think it's going to be, why do we have to be in the same room? And I think it could go in one of two dominant directions. One thing that could happen is people would say, look, spring 2020, it was very abrupt and it was disorganized. But higher ed, which is known as this incredibly conservative and slow 